Sigma Man Diaries Podcast. Let's get on with it, y'all. Let's go. Let's go. We can relax, 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 have fun, have fun, fun. Get a good laugh, 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 laugh. Get information, information, information. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. I, I, I mean, do what it do. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I am back. They cut my uh, talk short, I guess, because I was playing the audio and I was going to say something in between. I wasn't going to let the whole thing play, but it was like seven minutes. But the simple fact of the matter is this. I have my own knowledge. I just wanted other people to hear, you know, what was being said from someone who does this on a daily, you know, basis, which is Dr. Rashad. Um, I love his YouTube channel. I support his YouTube channel. Um... However, I am aware of wisdom rules. You know, some people would play something like that and use someone else's content or whatever the case is. But I already did my uh, reaction to that. It's the reason why I actually played it because I was going to give my point of view inside the, uh, within the podcast. However, um, anyways, it's not going to uh, stop me from doing anything that I really want to do and or say. It would temporarily, but however, uh, it is what it is. I have my own podcast. I would just load my, when I load my podcast today on YouTube, it's going to be the same video. You're going to hear the same information and, um, it's a fair use. So I'm still going to load it to my YouTube and you guys are still going to hear it. Those who follow me on my YouTube channel. So it's not stopping anything. However, whether it's a temporary ban, permanent ban, it does not matter. I'm going to utilize my voice. However, some rules, it's just bullshit. That's just how it is. Um. Anyways, the Roe v. Wade, the citizen, the citizen scheme, the unfairness, the the unjust, unjustification of lengthy sentences, uh, just the things they do to people of color, racism, discrimination, uh, supremacy, you know, lynchings. Now, once that video was going to play a little bit, like I said, like I was going to let it play for like a minute, two, at least two minutes to go by. Then I was going to say something and give my um, input. However, in today's time, a lot of valuable information that are handed out to people through certain platforms, social media outlets, whatever apps you may use. See, what this does is. It brings people together where we can share knowledge and we can become, you know, better people within society, our, our culture, our communities, whatever the case is. But you also have to think about not everyone is going to be on your program. You may see things that you know that aren't supposed to be going on within the human nature. But it still would transpire and it will persist to be so. And they will continue to do so if you don't stop them. So what do I mean by that? Unity. And I understand that in the African-American community, you know, the majority of the children are being raised by women, 80% of women. Now, see, when you're dealing with something like that, that is a catastrophe. Not to only look at the... The single mother thing, 80%. But let's look at the marriages versus the divorces as well. Okay, we have a 75% divorce rate within our community, African-American community, okay? Which means that 
If you look at that statistic right there, that means that five men are actually saying, hey, you know what? Whatever the case is, yo, I am done. So it means that men are more likely to stay with their wife unless, let's say, she cheats or she, she does something that he can't hack. Because it's a lot of men that are emotional. It's a lot of men who wasn't raised by their fathers to understand what manhood truly is. And that's the problem. You have these women raising these men. A woman cannot raise a man. He's going to pick up her. Hey, Jason, what's going on, bro? I was listening to your, your talk earlier. I don't know. Um, you got to be careful if you play anything recorded yeah. uh, online because they'll shut you down. I, I've seen it happen to others. So just be a, you know, I was listening to, I don't know who you were uh Sharing, but yeah, Rashad, I do our uh, reaction videos. Yeah, um, so you know, Roe v. Wade needed to be redone to begin with, and I'm glad that it did happen because you know, states' rights versus federal rights are two different things, sovereign, yeah, and but the biggest problem with states' rights is that they're supposed to keep church and state or any theology separate from policy, right? Right. And they have to show the correlation. And this is one of the few times I'll actually voice out my opinion about Roe v. Wade is that the conditions in which it was tried in the seventies isn't too much different from now. And people have these ethical questions well yeah you can make a baby to be born but who's going to pay for it to live you know that's an that's an ethical question right you know is the state going to pay for the dependency and they're not and so then it, it creates a whole other slew of questions kind of what you're talking about if the woman doesn't want a baby she can get rid of it right and the man doesn't really have a choice in the matter he just has to go abide the only choice that he had was either I had protected sex or I didn't. And if I didn't have protected sex and a child results of that action, I'm responsible. Is that equitable and fair? Yes and no. Because I'm not going to... I have three children, three different moms. The third one I'm with. I've been with her for seven years. Is it unfair for me to make the position and say, no, it's completely unfair. If she wants to get rid of it, that's all her choice. But if I don't want her to get rid of it, it doesn't matter. Same goes for when you're, you have custody rights and kind of like goes along with what you were just saying about, you know, there are a lot of women who are forced to raise children, boys and girls who are not prepared, who are not have not had enough time to mature for themselves, let alone taking care of another. I'm a product of a single mom. Dad didn't stay around. I understand. My mom is, has narcissistic traits. She is toxic. She didn't raise me and my brother to be men. We had to go figure that out on our own. Right. Is that her fault? No, it's not her fault. What is within a response? What remedies can she had for her boys to become men. Well, back then in the 70s and 80s and early 90s, there wasn't a thing. Yeah, sure, you had big brother, big sister, but let's face it, in certain communities, non-existent. Right. And so I, I just wanted 
to add that to your content. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, I will say one thing before you go. Do you have time? Yeah, I have time. Okay, now, one thing that I would urge a lot of men to do is I understand we love our moms, but we have to hold them to some form of accountability as if it could be their fault because some women have this thing that we call pride. And like you say, the narcissistic tendencies, the you know, the emasculation of men, yes. But if some women were to, let's say, remain more feminine and say, okay, I understand I have a child with this man, I have to make sure that for the best interest of my child that I stick around as long as I can. As long as he's not, you know, abusing her or, you know, he's being this, this moron, this just saying, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm going to sleep around, I'm going to have this kid, that kid, or I'm going to leave and come back, you know, whenever I want to, then yes, those things I do understand. But what about the notion that the father is in a financial position to do so rather than having a grudge or being resentful? Animosity, why not give your children to their father? That's understandable. That's how I look yeah. at it. Because some women hold us as leverage against a man to mistreat him. He come around like the McDonald's video and other countless you know, scenarios that we've seen in real life with our own eyes. Some things that we have been involved in ourselves as, as fathers. You know, women get mad. Well, he's not yours or she's not yours anyway. So I don't know why you, you know, thinking you can say something. I mean, it's a lot of petty shit that goes on that doesn't, you know, be spoken about. But we have to hold our mothers accountable for us not knowing if, because, you know, some women rag our fathers and they come around. You know, why do why this and that? Why do you help with this? I mean, they make it very unpleasant and peaceful. But does that mean that man should remain absent due to our mother's actions as well? So we should hold both accountable. Right. And the, and the leverage that holds the indifference between the two genders of how what we mean accountable to the rules of engagement between each other. Right. Because let's face it, a lot of people after sex, they ain't gonna get along. Right. <laughs> they never they never knew each other. Exactly. They just were they were just getting down to fuck. Yeah. Let's just call it for what it is. Right. That's why I use McDonald's scenario as an example as well. I ain't know nothing about them kids. We just you know what I'm saying? Even though it's a skit, but that's that's true. We have the right because they have choices. Listen, you know, we got to plan for this child. We we know that something might happen, so just in case. And right then and there, you know, men will say anything to get the panties. Now, we do know that, oh, yeah, baby, I got you. I'll hold you down. He hit, and boom, he out of there. So, which I understand. But she chose to lay down with that particular man. See? And he chose, to, and, and vice versa. Right. You know? exactly. So, we can't so get out of that. We, we can't. He, right. How either he pursued her pursuit doesn't matter. It's the, they committed to an action. There was a result of that action. Exactly. The consequences of that action mm -hmm. puts him both in that position right. to decide what to do. Right. Now, that's why, see, people are all to keep and holler about Roe v. Wade, but what most don't understand is this is going to be retried. It sure is. Because, it, and, and what people don't understand, because now what's going to be included with Roe v. Wade is the right to your body E on both sides of the gender spectrum. Right. We're not we're not talking about abortion anymore. Now we're talking about health rights because there are certain rules like if this if the CDC and the FDA deem that you cannot make a health decision, you know, with good conscience, they'll make it for you. They'll make rules of engagement. That's why COVID got away 
the COVID conditions, this is what happened. It's still an experiment. Right. And no one has followed up on this. You're making it, it, they gave experimental permission. We are the test subjects for those of us who got vaccinated. So what the new case is gonna be held, it's not even gonna be about Roe v. Wade, it's gonna be about the control and the choice of your body. Hey, yep, that's period. Exactly, there you go. Hey, Jason, but let's not forget though, I said we have to hold both accountable. <laughs> you know, I don't I don't right. run down more on more women than men. But just the fact that some cases, you know, men are bad for choices though. You know, sometimes, if not most times, they are aware of the type of guy that they're living with. And the COVID thing, yes, that is true. Because now you're hearing about different variants, this and that happening and all this other stuff. And people are still supposedly dying from COVID and they've been vaccinated and they have booster shots. So, I mean, what is it really going on? Like, I, I look at all these things as some type of agenda. Just like you said, this is usually just to see what they can actually do to control more of a person. Versus, you know, giving people the, the freedom of choice with laws and, and everything. And what people didn't understand, and allegedly, I will say this, so I'm not um, censored. Like there are certain vaccinations that are being uh, propounded on kids already. For example, Gardasil. You know, um, Gardasil is considered inoculation to help prevent cancer, but there's never been any any science or medicine proving that it works. Now, the virus that they claim that causes vaginal can uh, a vaginal type of cancer they're saying okay this can take place in men and the only way that it happens is if you have sex so they're counting on your kids to have sex by the time they're 15 years old 15 <laughs> so why, so so how does any any medical company any pharmaceutical company get permission to use continue to use as an experiment as recommended as preventative medical care against cancer well if they knew that then they know what causes cancer and how to cure it exactly see they don't want to do that so when you look see now if they were to do that to acknowledge that hey there is a cure for cancer and or AIDS or let's say the most um harmful contagious diseases that there are see that makes money in the, in the pharmaceutical industries. So they're not going right. to say, hey, we know exactly what cancer comes from. We know exactly what causes it. And hey, this is the They will lose billions, trillions of dollars. Right. Right. And here's the other thing. In most of our products that we ingest or put topical lotions, gels, hair products, guess what they all have? Acids and metals. And there is a lot of science that people can research and find that all these metals, acids that are put in our system are causing our body to break down sooner than later. Right. It's true. Right. Just like the Johnson and Johnson uh, baby powder, they found out it was giving causing women to have cervical cancer or uterine cancer. Right. Baby powder talk. And we you know, men put that under their armpits, we, we use it too. Turn our socks if we have to. All that shit. But they say, hey, 
If you are a woman and you've been, you know, diagnosed with cancer, come on. Well, what about men who put it in a wrong area and now they have testosterone, you know, testicular cancer? You know, what about that? I've been trying to research what's been causing erectile dysfunction in younger ages. Right, that is well. You know, and and I I just began it when I started facing it myself um, about three years ago, and because I've been eating clean, I and I'm diabetic, my system is now starting to recirculate to where I function correctly and normally. Because at 49 years old, I should not be having these issues. So what did I have to start doing? I had to start looking at all the things that I was putting on my body, in my body, and then also understand the hormonal changes at my age, you know? And there are certain cultures where ED affects early or even later. But in my culture, you know, I'm, in, I'm indigenous, I'm also Mexican, I'm Latino it doesn't usually affect us until our 60s and 70s. So there's something that's causing the dysfunction within the body. And no one's paying attention, or not enough people are paying attention to that, but yet we'll pay a whole lot of attention to Roe v. Wade and go and protest, and and they look at the way that our government's set up. Okay, you have the House, you know, you have the Senate, you have the office of the presidency, and then you also have the Department of Justice and and the Supreme Court. And all these different departments are supposed to have equity, that no one rules over them all. And AOC made a point the other day that she feels that, you know, the Supreme Court dis- decisions is based on a decision on statutes and regulations that need to be debated without voter influence or one party against the other. But they're showing that political parties are now playing choice into these long-term decisions that where um, the sovereignty of the Supreme Court justice is not, it's not secure against those, those motives or political uh, types of decisions. So yeah. now that people are all mad and they want to protest, you can protest all the fuck you want. But until your lawmakers go in and vote, that means the senators and Congress people that you elect, and then your family knows, that means you're bigger the network, the more public official you reach, the more influence you have, then you can really change policy. But because you left it for a court to decide, the dissension of in which the court decided, Roe v. Wade had to be changed, but it opened the door of Pandora's box for the rest of the body and people are not even they're not even prepared to make that kind of decision because they don't know what's at play that's my opinion no that's a great opinion because that's what i wanted to get to after i had played my reaction video earlier so that's why i went into the whole thing even when men have an equal like fairness like rights like like you were saying yeah they put it to this whole roby way which is true and they have other things that's going on that is just as unjust that we haven't even like paid attention to yet. You understand what I'm saying? Right. So yes, everything could be put out there as a distraction and say, hey, well, let's get the attention on this while we come up with these things over here under the table. And that's why they do the things that they do. But Roe v. Wade could be detrimental 
to a certain aspect, but like you said, it's how it was the same as, as before when they changed it 50 years ago. But they're going to have certain things, whereas, hey, you know what, we're going to ban certain, we're going to ban this in certain states. You know, the states does not have to comply with the um, Roe v. Wade being overturned. Like you said, they have federal law, they have state law. You know what I mean? But the agenda is, is of a bigger picture, though. It's not just stopping women from having abortions. It's something a whole lot bigger than that. It's this whole thing of politics. It's policy. It's to invest the, the money. The biggest prison. problem I have with it all is mm-hmm. uh, if they certain states will make it criminal, if they find out you're pregnant and you go to another state to have an abortion, that they'll try you and convict you for murder. Now, that's all allegedly, but that hasn't been put in place all the way because they still have to vote on it. Right. But I don't think that that's right. Right. That's not murder. Right. You know, because in order for a life to be born to commit murder, it actually has to have a birth date. Right. Which it hasn't had. Right. They go by a heart. So, so, yeah. So just because it has a heartbeat and a brainwave until it's birthed it's launched like a ship until it's birthed or launched the existence of the being of consciousness has to be established in the open air is it really murder my pin my legal opinion no it's not because it doesn't have a birth certificate doesn't have a social security number right and i agree that that's why i say the things i'm not pro-choice i'm not pro-life I just look at it as a human rights thing. A person is entitled to do whatever they want with their body. And they can call it what they want. They can label it. But what I'm saying is this. We have a right to do whatever we choose to do with our own being. I'm not calling it pro-choice. I'm not calling it pro-life. I'm calling it my life. You understand what I'm saying? So all that other stuff, they can try to finagle it either way they want to. The feds, they just want to establish interstate commerce. You know, in effect, interstate commerce. If a woman was to leave, let's say Mississippi or let's say Texas, and she comes to New York, each state line she's crossed to report that child, she's going to be charged. That's just, that's just what they're going to do. But it will all go back to prison terms. And this is why I brought up the whole thing with Roe v. Wade. You see what I'm saying? Because that would affect now they, people. Now they could flip it on those states. Say, well, according to the Miranda rights, I don't have to answer any of your questions. Yeah, they could put the fifth right amendment. Yeah, yeah, I have the right to an attorney. I'm, I'm also secured under the Fourth Amendment to secure my effects. My body. And I will not be, I will not be searched or seized without due process. Right. So that that due process, it's going to take longer for you to figure out whether I killed it or gave it away, because right. I don't have to answer. You have to prove that. Yeah. You have the diligence. You know? Yeah, but so they, they'll violate due process, due diligence, and all that stuff just, just to make a dollar. Like you said, it's about money. <laughs> it is about money. It's about money. In the long run. Yes, sir. Nigel, thank you so much for uh, letting me come up on your stage, and I, and I do appreciate your discussion. And I, like I said, I have not discussed my opinion about Roe v. Wade too often. Right. But and the reason why is because I don't feel very comfortable talking about it because I am mindful of the words I put out on the air, who I talk to, and when I talk. Right. Because we as men are definitely affected by an overwhelming toxic femininity movement that is trying to stifle our words. 
Now they'll try to say that we, you know, well, we've had the rule of the rain for a long time, but it's, it's not as clear and cut as you might think. You know, you can't be the terror and then turn into the tyrant and think that there's not going to be repercussions. And I think this is where men have to start standing up, understand what's at play, because we do go silent and we just let it pass one too many times. There you go. Thanks, thanks a lot. Hey, bro, shout out your podcast so everybody knows exactly where they hit you at. Yeah, they can find me. Uh, I usually do Rise and Grind on Mondays and Wednesdays, which I'm going to do next week. And I also do man-to-man voices and stories, and I do it here live on Wisdom. Yes, sir, Jason, man. Yo, keep up the good work, bro. And, hey, All right, man, take keep care. speaking your voice, man. A lot of men need to encourage me. Yeah, I, I'm here to make a thud, and you know, they need to stop being little bitches and speak up. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah. right. You have a good one, Excuse my language, but that's the way it is. Don't <laughs> like it, oh well. Exactly, oh well. Because I don't give a fuck. And I really don't. And that's why I always say it, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, but as I said earlier, you know, hey, man, Sigma Male Diaries, it is what it is, man. I, I follow my own rules. I respect, you know, this whole wisdom platform. And, hey, wisdom, no disrespect. And thanks for having me as a top mentor. However, that was one of my um, reaction videos, though, that I did play. You know, I have my phone and stuff like that. I'm, I'm still going to upload it to YouTube anyway and you guys are going to be able to see the video hear the video and like i said wisdom it's, it's not only rules and regulations but ladies and gentlemen t- to be honest is to protect us all as a whole so that we can have these platforms so we can receive the information that we receive have the talks that we talk and spread the knowledge that we spread and share the things that we need to share you know i i, I am a bit of an asshole i will say that that's just my personality. I would say, hey, I don't give a fuck. I, I would say it real quick, and I really mean it. But, however, a lot of people say, hey, man, you're very abrasive. Abrasive, excuse me. Man, you're very um, bold. You're, you're blunt for man. Like, you, you'll hurt somebody's feelings, man. You don't you don't really care about nothing, huh? I'm like, well, I do care. But it got to be of a great significance or, or great essence. I'm not just going to care because that's an attribute of for someone to do just to say, okay, I care about this. I care about that because no, the fuck I don't. And I'm going to be honest. Now, like I was saying earlier in my podcast, this whole Roe v. Wade is a whole lot bigger than just stopping women from having abortions, man. Like I said, they have statistics. It's proof. Search it on the internet. Nine times out of ten, listen, they don't want to lock up their own kind of people, you know, European America, they don't want to do that. It's the ones they consider, you know, white trash, uh, ones who they consider uh, second class citizens, uh, blacks, people of color, uh, immigrants, and so forth. They just keep it 100 because we know they don't look at us as equals because if they did, we would not leave certain types of laws to be passed. We wouldn't need certain amendments within the Constitution to be voted on repetitively or repetitively for 20 to 25 year span at a freaking time. That is not what you call equality. That is not what you call fairness. And that is not what you call being a citizen of the United States of America. You understand what I'm talking about with three K's instead of seeing that motherfucker. And it is what it is. I'm Gabonese. I'm African. Okay, I speak four languages. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? To an essence, whereas, okay, yeah, well, guess what? Well, this is what I would do over here for my people. You don't always have to live within the laws as a set in stone, man. We're, we're people. 
you know, they do these things to manipulate you, to control you, to, let's say, put you in a state of fear or panic even. Do you know what some people do once they feel like, once they realize they lost all control of their own life? Do you understand what's going to happen? People say, hey, I can't do this anymore as, as with my own body. I can't do that. Man, okay, America, keep on playing. Because, see, what you're doing, you're trying to turn your people against each other now. You're realizing, man, just because you're the government, you're not at the top. You're going to have to um, reconcile with your people one way or another. Well, with the people within this country, man, it's not, this shit is not going to fly or hunky-dory or whatever the fuck they call it. It is not going to happen. You know, they have their laws, but we have our voices. And that's bigger than anything they can ever try to push out here. You know, so, hey, man, like he said. Stick together, man. You know, we got to do what we got to do for us. We have to protect us. We shouldn't sit back and let the Constitution of the United States say, hey, well, this is what we're going to do. No, the fuck you're not. We're people. So with that being said, this concludes my show. And this is your host, Nigel McKnight of Sigma Male Diaries. Some of you might like what I say, but then again, some of you might not. But I don't give a fuck. And I really don't. And y'all stay safe. Here we go.